to Ethical Quandaries. I'm Jessica Veldstra. And I'm Denise Thompson. And today we have a super exciting topic, uh, recycling and especially recycling in Alaska. Yes. (laughs) You may not think this is that exciting, but it actually is quite the controversy controversy in our area and in Alaska and a lot of places. There's a lot of conspiracy theories around recycling. (laughs) Yes. So tune in if you've never heard a conspiracy theory about recycling and you think that's that that's odd. It's actually quite common in Alaska. So Denise, what is your history with recycling? Well, I have kind of a basic history. Uh, when I was a child, I just remember doing a lot of can, like aluminum can collecting and basically hoarding aluminum cans because we would store them at the church and then we would bring them over and and bring them to the landfill and we would get money for youth group so <laughs> that was a big thing back then I forgot all about that it was that. a huge thing so <laughs> like recycling aluminum cans was like mm-hmm. a youth group fundraiser yep. and so that's what it was a school fundraiser for us I went to a private Christian school and it was a big school fundraiser yeah so that was my first experience with recycling my parents do a lot of like other like reusable recycling. My grandmother was known for <laughs> recycling in her own way where you would come up the drive and there would be uh, plastic bags washed and hung and these plastic bags I mean these plastic bags could have been older than me. Who knows how like long Ziploc she... Ziploc bags? Ziploc yes, bags, yes. Of course, yes. The line was covered in Ziploc bags, so she was washing them out and reusing them, which was something that we always joked around about and made us giggle, but it kind of made an impression on me as a kid, and I have a really hard time now as an adult using a plastic bag and throwing it away, like, right away. I have to reuse it, and I literally use plastic bags until they have holes in them now at this point. it's getting It's getting really bad. I've been eating um, almonds every day and I crush the almonds onto my yogurt and I've crushed them in the plastic bag and then I (laughs) fold the plastic bag up and I put it back in with the almond container and then I use that same plastic bag to crush the next almonds up so I've been doing this for like three weeks now and I've been I'm on my second plastic bag (laughs) when the holes when the almonds start falling out of the holes from the plastic bag that's when I'm gonna quit but um that was my childhood experience with recycling it was mostly just aluminum cans and I grew up in interior Alaska Mm -hmm. in the 80s and so I really don't think there was a lot more options at that point no I don't think so what kind of stuff did you recycle? I mean, obviously you remember recycling cans for yeah, church. Yeah, you brought that up and I was like, oh wait, we totally did that. Um, didn't remember it until you said it. The we didn't, When you would bring 15 bags and you would get oh, 30 cents. huge, huge amounts of bags. Yes. It Here's $1.30 for your 35 bags of, <laughs> of soda cans. Now, what we didn't actually, I don't think we ever recycled, like brought our you know, goods to the recycling plant other than the um, aluminum cans. But we reused, of course, everything that we got. Um, peanut butter buckets um, became, of course, makeshift vomit buckets. Yes. That was always a thing. Big Peter Pan <laughs> with the handles. The the margarine hang off the side of your yes, bed when you were course. little. You would, I don't know why that is a just perfect vomit bucket, but it was. Well, little <laughs> kids don't. You always make it to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the, you know, any kind of Tupperware, you know, the, the butter dishes, the margarine came in, uh, became Tupperware. We actually 
actually had a burn barrel outside, so we didn't actually do a lot. Of, we did dump runs, but we also burned a lot of our trash, our our, our um, burnable trash. That we, was one thing we mm-hmm. did not do. We did not burn our trash. We burned our trash, yeah. Going back to my grandmother, mm-hmm. she burned a lot of yes. trash. So, yeah, a lot of things were reused. I mean, like clothing, we, you know, took all the buttons off, reused uh, a lot of things for quilts. I mean, there was a, just a lot of just basic reusing things, uh, not a lot of, you know, throwing away stuff that could possibly be used again, including my older siblings, of course, all uh, grew up in the, you know, 70s and 80s because they were quite a bit older than me. And I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and I was also expected to wear all their old hand-me-downs which were clearly out of style but that was another form (laughs) of reusing another form of reusing yes I luckily didn't have that much pressed on me I had older sisters that delighted which I liked in shopping for me one in particular liked to pick me out a few cool clothes and really put the strain on my parents to to buy me newer clothes so what you said earlier about your family kind of saving things We obviously didn't go to that extreme of taking buttons off and things, but I do remember sitting in our living room and my mom explaining to me about, this is a secret, I don't know if I should be telling on (laughs) podcast, my mom explaining that all our- This is a super secret podcast, don't worry about it. (laughs) Our 10 listeners. (laughs) might tell my mother that I tell this I don't know if it's a secret or not it's just not something you'd go around telling people that all your braided rugs in your house are made from your old clothes oh and so my mom can remember like I would be laying there and she's like I remember that work suit I really liked it it was this color and it had a top and a bottom and I really enjoyed it and then she had it she didn't make the rugs but she had someone make them into rugs and so they still have these rugs all over their house made of my mom's old clothes. We did that with quilts, and we'd point out, oh, this is my mom's dress, and this was my baby dress, and stuff like that. Um, you know what kind of makes me feel guilty all the time? What? I know how to make braided rugs, and I don't. <gasps> <laughs> Curses. I know. I feel like I should be making braided rugs all the time while watching of, This Is Us or something. Of all the things to be stressed out about your <laughs> You're guilting yourself over braided rugs. Well, it's because I should be, like, there's a bunch of material downstairs and I should be cutting it up into braided rugs. Oh, All I our don't sheets. know. I just threw a bunch of stuff away. I could, we could have used those as rags. See, I'm, I'm yeah. still working We're on still it. Obviously, it. it's a quandary in my life. I reuse the plastic bags, but I throw the <laughs> clothes away. <laughs> so, you know. So, as far as recycling now... I would say um, it kind of started within the last, well, I was, I've been married 20 years and so I think maybe five years after I got married, I got it in my head that I wanted a recycling station. Mm -hmm. It did not happen. We lived in a 14 by 24 cabin with a loft and I just remember thinking like, where am I going to put this? I couldn't find a place for it. So then we purchased our house in the early 2000s and moved to a more populated area and they had recycling available that was another thing is even if i had recycled i would have had to drive it 30 miles to Mm -hmm. bring it to a recycling place a place that accepted recycling like the closest was 30 miles the second closest was 45 miles away so when we bought this house i thought well we've got lots of room we have all this room to recycle now and it still didn't happen and one of the reasons it didn't happen was 
this big controversy surrounding recycling on the peninsula, especially, I don't remember it growing up in, in the interior, but it is definitely down here mm-hmm. on the peninsula. Like, very strong controversy. Everybody hears this this statement. Whenever you say, I'm going to recycle, they all hear this controversy. Yes, exactly. And we will get into that. Mm. Um, <laughs> so finally, I would say... That all of our room, interestingly enough, then got used up by people. We would have people live with us. We would, I mean, multiple different people. And the last people that we had move in um, were Mike and Jessica. Yep. And they're boys. And so the lots of room turned into not very much room again. And we didn't start really recycling until the youngest was about 17. Yeah. yeah. So we... <laughs> We uh, just started. He is now 19. So, so, we, so we modeled that really well for our boys. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so we started recycling about two years ago, finally. And I get so much crap because I pushed for this. And, I mean, Jessica, she supported me. Yes, I do. But, yeah, I'm the one who takes the brunt of the hippie jokes. <laughs> And yeah, and recycling in another part of the country is completely normal. Mm-hmm. In Alaska... It's on not. the peninsula, it is not that normal. And we recycle um, mostly aluminum and glass. And cardboard. And cardboard. Mm-hmm. So we and, do oh, those... and the plastic grocery bags when I yes. forget to bring the reusable ones to the grocery store, which I also have huge guilt about. <laughs> <laughs> also, when you bring reusable bags to the grocery store, you have to pick the right checker. And you basically have to bag the groceries yourself. You have to bag the groceries yourself. Or the checker or the bagger either is going to... I mean, I have had people be flat out rude. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't want to bag my stuff. They don't want to use my reusable bags. And it's weird because then I will go to another lane and they'll be like, Oh, you've got your bags. Yay. So it's just whoever you go to. It's not across the board. They are not across the board happy that you bring your own bags. I let out a really large F-bomb and they... (laughs) parking lot and a poor bagger came over and checked on me and he and because some other another bagger who was not experienced and was not as nice as this bagger had put my box of LaCroix on top of my cilantro because he was so pissed that he had to use my reusable bags (laughs) I've never heard such a hipster comment as I was so mad because my LaCroix went on top of my cilantro in my reusable bag. But I would be angry too, by I the was way. Really I was really angry. Get, I and then I it. was really embarrassed. <laughs> cilantro is a big deal. Yeah. And LaCroix do or, not need to be on top of cilantro. No, they do not. <laughs> so, yeah, those are the three things we recycle because um, those are the three things that I have convinced my husband that might actually be recycled on the peninsula. Yeah. So that brings us into the controversy of... Conspiracy theory. The number one thing people will say to you when we tell them, like we have people over to our house a lot of times that haven't been here before, and we say, oh, we recycle that can. It's the first It's the first uh, can on your right, just right by the door. What do we generally hear? We hear... You know they bury all that stuff anyway. It just goes straight to the landfill. Why are you even bothering? Yep. So that is the number one fight that people have. Um, (laughs) Basically, they are saying it doesn't get recycled. Mm -hmm. 
it goes into the landfill and basically the the borough we have boroughs up here instead of counties that the borough is lying mm -hmm. and there is this huge conspiracy theory that the borough people who work at the transfer site and at the landfills bury the, all the garbage, garbage. Or, or the or the recycling yeah. all the recycling that they that when they close their doors they secretly take all of those bins that we worked hard at separating and they just throw it in with all the rest of the trash because this is such a controversy i thought i would just kind of prove what a controversy it was <laughs> so i posted on facebook that i mean it's a controversy in our household mm -hmm. between well basically i mean between the men and, <laughs> and the, the women, women. yeah <laughs> the women are like and I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, all the people I know who are, like, big on recycling around here are women, and all the people I know who are not are men. And why is that? I don't think that's everywhere. I think that's just here. Why is that? There is no reason. That's bizarre. That is, <laughs> that is not a question we will ever figure out on our ethical quandaries. No, and I think it's a really weird question, but I just was thinking about that the other day. It's true. It is. I mean, everyone who tells us not to do it is a man. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I've maybe had one woman tell me that, yeah. like to my face. But I work in a building with four other female business owners, mm. and every single one of them recycles. Yeah. So, like at work, I recycle paper and cardboard, and we recycle. I don't do glass because I don't, don't use really glass, glass, but yeah. the cafe and the Delhi do recycle glass and tin and all of that so there's a lot more actually recycling going on at my work and that has a lot to do with with why I chose to do it at home too because here I'm doing it at work but not at home I was starting to feel kind of guilty about it and and I make all these other decisions in my life like reusing plastic bags trying not to use plastic straws which I fail miserably at mm. And they say plastic straws are one of the worst things for the oceans. They say that that's like the ones that the, like the fish get into, and and I do I don't. It's yeah, the don't worst. Well it's the worst. I I don't have think about it. All of these metal straws, yeah. and I don't use them. And I, I, yeah, you don't think about it before the not waitress brings brings you something to say. Don't bring me a straw. You yes, don't, you don't need I one. need to get used. To, I mean, we need to think about that. Obviously. So the most common thing people say, of course, is that it just gets dumped into the landfill. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to kind of put it out there and see what other kind of responses we got. And it was kind of running the gamut across the board. <laughs> like I, our, one, of our, one of my commenters mentioned she's from out of state, so she does it completely naturally, cannot think of not doing it. And she wants to believe that they do recycle. But she also is a realist and realizes that there's a possibility that it doesn't always happen because Alaska is a different type of place. And the reason it might not happen in Alaska is because of the fact that we only recycle a few things locally. Right. I think glass. Glass is a big one. We recycle um, that really locally, like actually they, at the... Yes, and we use it. Yeah. So that so that one is a number one. Everyone agrees I'm, that they recycle glass. Everyone basically. agrees that mm. they recycle glass. Well, not everyone. Not no. everyone, no. No, not everyone. But you know what I think is interesting? Um, the glass, what they do with that is they uh, crush it up and use it in um, like water, like waterways and drainage ditches at the dump. Mm -hmm. And so, and then in um, also in the asphalt and in transportation. Um, so I think that the reason that might be a conspiracy theory is because they see them using it at the dump and thinking, oh, well, they're just burying it they actually are using it. Ah, <laughs> yeah, true, definitely. 
and then we've got people so i then one of the one of the responders did say that the only thing she recycles is glass because she knows that for sure Mm -hmm. the i have one other person who said that when she did recycle her husband told her they buried it so she stopped Mm -hmm. and doesn't recycle anymore because it's a waste of her time and I have an I had another comment that said we could just burn it all. Oh, that's super helpful. It is. It is helpful. <laughs> Thanks for that comment, by the way. Yeah. Then I have a staunch believers on my mm-hmm. you know, this is all on one thread. Staunch mm-hmm. believers saying they refuse to believe that that the borough is lying to them and that this is a waste of their time. So there, you know, there are these two really strong sides. Interestingly enough, I did receive a private message after this. Ooh. <laughs> so you wouldn't think that it would be that big of a deal, but I did receive um, a private message telling me about what actually happens. You have some insider knowledge? Yes. Ooh. Someone I know uh, has a relative that works at the dump. Okay. At the... Or at the, the transfer station? Not the transfer station. At oh, the landfill. At the landfill. Okay. Yes. And so someone on my feed has a relative that works at the landfill. And basically they told me that the landfill has always recycled a few things such as aluminum, which have always been profitable to recycle. But they used to bury some recyclables. So they used to, but now they don't. Okay. So that may be where the whole and conspiracy theory got started. And that it's changed. But some people swear, when you talk to them, they swear that they have seen them bury it like last week. Hmm. Do you think that could be the glass? Maybe. I mean, to scroll further down on my on my page, there is someone who I know worked at the dump. They were not employed there, but they were doing some some work there, some mm. construction type work. Got it. Okay. And they said that it goes into the landfill other than cardboard and newspaper. Oh. So there's yes. <laughs> so so there's one but person then, but saying then aluminum is profitable. Glass mm-hmm. they everybody thinks that they do because they do it right there. And it goes into the actual But he's saying, he's saying that cardboard he saw and- with his own eyes everything being dumped into the landfill, except does, for cardboard and newspaper. That? that was probably in the 90s. Mm. Although the borough does say that they have been recycling since 1992. But what kind of things? I mean, like, uh, like everything. everything. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that mm-hmm. they have offered recycling since 1992. What I heard is that if they didn't have a buyer, then it went into the landfill. But if they did, then it went away. So, yes. I mean, like, you got a kind of like a percentage and I think that that was kind of said maybe in an article I have heard that also but then or another person mentioned that they read that nothing gets shipped out of state ever oh that it's too expensive and they heard that directly from a worker that works in Homer so (laughs) So we've got all sorts of theories and so we had uh, another person comment on um, your post that 
she recycles everything possible that is, that is possible to recycle. But the attendant at the Kenai uh, landfill told her that everything... Or at the Kenai transfer station. Transfer, yeah, yes. at the Kenai transfer station. Told her that everything gets thrown away and not recycled. And she got really mad, of course. <laughs> and it's like, why is she even wasting her time? And called the borough and she said... And the head of the solid waste department said that he was really upset that the guy had told her that and assured <laughs> her that everything in the bin for recycling is absolutely recycling and went into great detail about the systems that they have in place. And so... Uh, and so there's... Here's like, the thing. Uh, <laughs> we have... Obviously, these are people that have been... That I know that have been told firsthand by employees that mm-hmm. work for the borough, transfer station, or the landfill Landville. itself telling and also people who have worked on construction type jobs that maybe have been bid on that the borough is paying so these are all people i know firsthand who've either seen it or talked to someone or and and are hearing completely conflicting stories so weirdly enough i put this out on facebook and the borough like a day before (laughs) i didn't even see it had put on their facebook a rundown of where of what goes. happens yeah. to recyclables. So the fact that <laughs> the borough has to put on their Facebook <laughs> they like, know that this conspiracy theory is going on. They know that this is something that said yeah. mm-hmm. the borough said that in 2017 they recycled the following mm-hmm. amounts of material. Okay. 67,955 pounds of aluminum. 1,378,815 pounds of cardboard. 150,200 pounds of newspaper. 424,320 pounds of mixed paper. 221,880 pounds of office pack. What is that? Then there's <laughs> PEAT number one. Oh, and is that plastic? HDPE number two, I'm assuming, yeah. 109,993 pounds. Plastic bags, 16,911 pounds. And tin cans, 17,412 pounds. That makes a grand total of, let's see if I can do this, 2,387,486 pounds of material that we recycled at the borough. And they actually had a revenue they posted a revenue of uh fifty four thousand six hundred and fifty six dollars which is not a ton for two million pounds of material but i mean it's 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 a revenue it's revenue yeah so (laughs) basically what do you think (laughs) who do you believe oh gosh i i mm -hmm, tend to believe the borough now i think that they probably did bury it in the past I have no no doubts that they did bury it when they didn't have a buyer in the past. But now I think that there is at least recycling glass and aluminum, which are the two big ones that we recycle. Because aluminum is profitable and glasses, they, they need that anyway. And so Alaska has to ship all of their recyclables to China, which does cost money. But we're talking about buyers. Mm-hmm. So buyers giving money revenue but here's another question is our carbon footprint getting bigger because we're shipping our recyclables to china or shipping them out they weren't shipped at all 
someone did say that on my on my <laughs> so, post that she that was what the Homer attendant had told her specifically they were that they were never shipped out of state. Because I know that, in but Anchorage, it has to in Anchorage they do have a recycling plant for I believe um, uh, newspaper because that was one of the things that they mentioned in the article. Yeah. We are going to link an article yeah. also because not only does the borough put things out like this, but the Anchorage Daily News actually has done a story on this, and we will put that in our comment mm-hmm. section, and you guys can read a little bit about that and kind of the opinion of other people in that. So, I mean, what do I believe? I I believe that my efforts are worthwhile no matter what. Mm. That it doesn't matter if... And I, one of my commenters actually said this, and so I'm going to steal it a little bit mm-hmm. from her. But it doesn't matter because I've done my part, mm-hmm. and what they do is on them. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, I really hope that they are recycling because mm-hmm. that is what my ultimate goal is, is to help the planet. Right. And, and that why? is why I want to recycle. Right. I want to leave better oceans and waterways, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't and air and oh you name it yeah um so so one of the reasons that recycling is so important to me is because the poorest people in the world are actually the most affected by pollution and if you if you travel the world you you see this i mean we live in an amazing state and you don't see garbage on the road you don't see the mass amounts of of garbage that we throw away here. Oh, you do see Unless garbage on the road do, but in the springtime right. when the snow melts and then, and then everyone gets out and picks it up mm-hmm. and it looks pretty yeah. the rest of the year and then but it's different. It's yeah. even different than living in a city. Yeah. Like in New York City when everyone brings their trash out mm-hmm. and puts it on the street, it really hits you yeah. how much trash you're using whereas in Alaska I feel like we're so isolated. We're right. so our little pieces. I only see my own trash mm-hmm. and I, you know, we go to the trash we go to the dump, dump yeah. once a week, mm-hmm. and it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. We try to really limit our trash, but we're not seeing the, you know, everyone's trash coming together on the streets, or even as Jessica was saying, in a country with a higher poverty rate. Um, like, we went to um, the Gilly Islands and Bali, and in the Gillies especially, we saw just plastic lining the beach and it was yeah. just it was striking so that's in indonesia right next to bali and bali's beautiful mm-hmm. and bali doesn't have a ton of trash no. i mean some some more than i would say alaska here, yeah. or here but you go just to the next island over in indonesia and you go to gilly you know the gilly islands and wow it blows yeah. your mind and that's actually not a hugely populated island but just the trash from everywhere else just washes up and they don't have anybody picking it up and putting it in the garbage so it just is washing up on the shores it's just lines of plastic well and our friends in hawaii are dealing with this right now i have friends on oahu and they do a lot of beach cleanup and the fact that the small plastics are just everywhere mm-hmm. in the water is just blowing everyone's mm-hmm. minds how much plastic is washing up on the shores in hawaii right now yeah yeah and so no matter what you can i feel like it is our responsibility to make sure that we are being good stewards of the earth and making sure that people who don't have the resources that we do are still breathing clean air and drinking clean water and don't have to live with the amazing amount of garbage that we're putting out so 
there is a huge amount of things that we can do that actually doesn't involve a lot of recycling. Yes, make our footprint less. Yes. And don't forget about the animals, Jessica. All oh, yes, the all the animals. animals. Yes. Nobody I mean, wants to see a seahorse in a straw. Plastic no, straw. Oh, that's awful. It was. I saw that on the news the other day. No, I mean, sad. Yeah. No. <laughs> and that's the thing. It doesn't matter here. Let me throw this out here. It might be controversial, but I'm going to say it doesn't matter where you stand on the global warming issue, nope. whether you believe it or whether you don't believe it. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Take care of the earth. Yep. The fact that someone, I mean, what are you going to drop your trash on the ground and say, well, I don't believe in global warming. I'm just going to trash this place. It doesn't make any sense. So basically it doesn't matter. Do you believe in clean water and clean air? Because you should, because they're obvious things. And so pretty much everyone should be doing their part to take care of the earth mm-hmm. and to make it a better place than we got here. Yes, absolutely. And the fact that, you know, this sub argument is on the side of that, it, to me, it doesn't matter yeah. because you're both getting the exact same outcome. You're getting a cleaner, better earth that yep. runs more efficiently. And we are charged with taking care of that. Yep. And that's my opinion on that. <laughs> so uh, some of the ways that you can create less trash is... Now, not- do you do all of these? No, I do not. And I feel guilty about every single one of them. <laughs> we need to work on your guilt. We need... Well, your guilt you feel with- guilty about other things. And I feel... <laughs> we've got enough guilt to spread around. That may be part of our upraising. We may address it another time. But whatever. <laughs> Just... <laughs> So much guilt. Um, but uh, I do some of these things. Um, so, Are you going to tell us which ones you do? Uh, sure. Okay. okay. So we can <laughs> you can buy in bulk, which I do some of the time, um, because bulk products create less um, waste. Waste, yeah. I mean, there's less pr- uh, plastic um, to product, basically. Yes. And you can buy glass and aluminum, which are both super easy to recycle. Those are generally things that are profitable to recycle instead of using plastics. You can use, oh, we're going to get into some stuff that may make some men uncomfortable, but oh, oh whatever. Just deal with yeah, it. Yeah, deal with it because. My goodness gracious. Yeah. Everybody came out of a woman's <laughs> vagina, so whatever. And my 80-year-old just came out of myself when I said, oh, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Um, so oh you can use non-disposable period products. So I use Thinks, which is a period underwear that you don't throw away. You just use and re- wash and re- put it in your drawer, and it's awesome. I really like those. And uh, and I use the Diva Cup, right. which I love. And I've used Diva Cup for over 10 years yeah. now. Yeah. So I have loved it. I'm a huge believer in it. I am thinking about switching to the Luna. Oh, <laughs> switching up. <laughs> because it's made in the United States. Oh, okay. So, I mean, the Diva is made in Canada, but, you know. Whatever. <laughs> no, really. I'm very happy with the product. Yes. And I and I am super happy with Thinks. And the Diva Cup didn't work for me, but the Thinks definitely do. So it depends on what you're what you're into. And those products are definitely reducing our waste and are actually healthier for you as well. Well, and they're not as expensive. No, I save yeah. a lot of money. Yes. yes, for sure. And then there's don't buy plastic water bottles. Use a reusable water bottle and decorate uh, yours with stickers like Denise does. I love my stickers. <laughs> I have too many stickers and not enough water bottles. <laughs> and then instead of using uh, saran wrap, because people don't even think about saran wrap as a plastic, you can use beeswax covered fabric um, and in place to cover uh, foods or cover like pots with 
with your leftovers in it. Or to crush your almonds. Or to crush your almonds. Because I use my beeswax paper <laughs> when I don't have an available plastic bag. I use my bees. I have one piece of it. If anyone feels like sending me gifts at any time, I would love some more. And also, we could probably make it with all that fabric I'm looking at right now. But, you know also guilt anyway um <laughs> and you can wash it you wash it with soap and cold water and it's completely reusable and you can use uh recycled pieces of fabric for that just like scraps then you can do braid rugs which i know how to do and don't and i so need to do that um you can use a water filter instead of obviously water bottles again um compost which is yes. great. Also, don't do because we have a bear problem. We try to do that a couple we years. We used to do yeah, it, <laughs> and then we attracted bears. There was huge bear prints on our porch, our deck. So we stopped composting so we could live <sighs> and not be attacked by a big huge uh, yeah. bear. Yeah, and I have to figure out. We have to buy a bear-proof compost or something because I feel terrible about that. But what I do. What we do do, do. Oh, what we do do, <laughs> which I feel like is a Chandler reference. Did I skip right over the doo-doo? <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I do is I use all my vegetable scraps, and instead of throwing them away, I make... We keep them in a Tupperware. Yep. Throw them in the free- freezer, and I just keep on filling that Tupperware up um, with all the, like, you know, like, you cut off the end of the onion, or you cut off the top of the pepper, and we throw them all into a Tupperware, and I make broth about two to three times a month, either pure vegetable broth, or I make chicken broth with a carcass of a chicken that we've used. So, and that prevents us from having to buy broth in boxes that you know would be thrown away and also saves us money and also uh, reuses all those uh, kitchen scraps you can use reusable produce bags which we own and you can use rags instead of paper towels napkins cloth napkins which we do do not do no no <laughs> I looked at a cloth napkins and they're so expensive. I'm sure that they eventually start um, start paying. paying off, but I haven't quite gotten that. Dryer balls, which we do use sometimes with essential oils on them instead of dryer sheets. You but can... I did see, I heard a nightmare about that and it scared me. And so since then, <laughs> I've been worried about my dryer ball usage with my essential oils. Someone told me it's like a rag with oil and you put it in the dryer and it can combust like spontaneously start mm-hmm. smoking um and so I'm a little bit scared I'd actually like to hear if that is a real thing like that if but that I've actually happens the same thing about dryer sheets because if you want yep. a good fire starter you take some dryer sheets yeah. and you mm-hmm. you, you yeah, start, them them a, start something in like a toilet, toilet paper roll. roll and it starts right up <laughs> <laughs> So is that things. something that only Alaskan women know? I was going like, <laughs> so many things I feel like are very specific to Alaska. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. I mean, if anyone's listening to this from out of state I and may, they knew how to make a fire starter I may or may paper, not have one of those in my pocket, winter coat pocket. I have one in my winter coat pocket. <laughs> I have a fire starter. And it's a and it's a dryer sheet. Yeah. You can use, do used clothes instead of new clothes or clothing swaps. I do this a lot. I almost never buy anything new except for from ethical or local companies i buy almost all my stuff through curtain call which is a, a consignment shop and it's also a non-profit a non-profit consignment shop it supports the arts uh, our our keen performers and so yeah 
I, I don't buy new clothes unless they're very, very much basics uh, or underwear, which I insist on buying new. <laughs> Funny how that works. We do. Kind of, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> do You can do paperless billing, which this idea I think is my very favorite because who wants all that junk mail and paper in their inbox? And I've been trying very hard to get all of our billing paperless and yet it seems to be multiplying. I don't know how that is. Yes, we do share a um, address, so we do get our mail all at the same place, and mm-hmm. I can say that probably Patrick and I get one quarter, if that, to oh. Mike and Jessica's three quarters amount of mail. It's insanity. Because I've gone mostly paperless. Yeah, I've tried, but somebody keeps on signing up for things. <laughs> and it's not you? It's mm, to be nameless. <laughs> And then you can use reusable lunch containers instead of plastic bags. And but if you're using plastic bags, you can are use you them more than once all are week you reusing long. Reusing plastic that way. That's true. <laughs> so there are some some ways that even if you don't believe that the dump is actually recycling, you can reduce your waste and create a cleaner environment. And I feel like one of the things that I want to do. This is my next step. Is to here's my conundrum. Ooh. My quandary if you may i am torn on the issue of switching all of our tupperware over to glass containers because i want to have that you know no plastic and we have so many pieces of tupperware but that means that i would then have to throw away the tupperware i would say you'd have to use it all and then slowly switch over like use it until there's like holes in it yes because they do get holes in it eventually i mean that's a good idea I'm an all-or-nothing type of person, yeah. but I'm glad that you're <laughs> more moderate. A, a little bit That's more. what they always say about Jessica Vulture. She's more moderate. <laughs> yes. No controversy here. We have no controversy. We have not gotten any emails telling no us how email. wrong we are. No. Um, so, yeah, if you, I figured that's what I did with my, my shampoo. That's why I thought of it is I used all my unethical shampoo until I was out, and then I bought new shampoo because I figured it was better to not waste the product. And speaking of shampoo, it is our ethical product yes. of the week. Yes. Um, and this one you can get at the regular grocery store, at least you can at our grocery store, and I feel like if you can get it at our, our grocery store, you could probably get it at your grocery store. Um, it <laughs> probably. It is called Love, Beauty, and planet and it's um a uh, shampoo and conditioner um and i think that the other have other hair products as well um but they are our ethical product because they the bottles made from 100 percent recycled plastic nice and they have no parabens no dyes they're not tested on animals and they're vegan and they have organic coconut oil argan oil is that how you say that Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yes. Well, argan or... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, lavender and... You're doing great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and they are fast rinse, which for my hair is super important. I love this feature because I have so much bloody hair that fast rinse is a huge thing. It saves water and uh, saves time. So I've really been enjoying it. You can get it at the grocery store and it smells really 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 good i use the argan oil and lavender for smooth and serene but you can check that out there's several other types for your type of hair yay so have we judged the heck out of that i really feel like i have judged i've judged people who don't take care of the planet (laughs) and i've judged myself because Mm. i could do much much better um so what is one thing that you think you're gonna do 
this week. One thing that I think I'm going to do this week, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to obviously continue to use that one plastic bag. <laughs> and hopefully I will switch completely over from that plastic bag to my beeswax okay. material. Yeah. And my thing is I'm going to remember to bring my reusable bags to the grocery store this week for our weekly shopping. Even if the clerk gives you a dirty look and, and says nasty words and makes you bag your own groceries. Yes. Even if that and even if Patrick doesn't want to. (laughs) So thank you for joining us here at Ethical Quandaries, a podcast where we have lots of questions, but no answers. And And we're we're judging you anyway. Technical support and photography by Tip Kingsley. Consultation by Mid Toker. Production music by EpidemicSound.com. Editing by me, Jessica Veldstra. If you have an ethical quandary or a comment, you can email us at ethicalquandaries at outlook.com. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Remember, if you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. Do it, do it.